Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, June 7th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the Senate is back. Buckle up for a busy week. Number two, we've got a list of some of the top storylines we're covering. And number three, in-person fundraisers are back. All right, Jake, it has been... We're coming off a pretty slow congressional recess into hot summer here in Washington, D.C., uh, but that is translating into a very busy week. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, the Senate comes back into session today and the House comes back into session next week. But we're really uh, uh, putting the car into drive, so to speak, here. Um, the Senate this week on Tuesday is going to finish up work on this massive China-related research and technology bill. By the way, faces a very uncertain future in the House. How great would that be for uh, a storyline if the Senate works for like a month and a half on something that the House just summarily ignores or votes down? I would not be surprised to see that at all. Um, uh, another other floor action includes a vote on uh, Biden's judicial nominees and uh, Chuck Schumer, the Senate Majority Leader, has filed a motion to cut off debate on the Paycheck Fairness Act, uh, which is H.R. 7, uh, aims to end wage discrimination. Also, Budget Week, you'll get a ton of senior administration officials on Capitol Hill, including Tony Blinken, Janet Yellen, Lloyd Austin, Merrick Garland, blah, blah, blah. Lots of you get the message. Lots of cabinet officials. I like here. It. Blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's how I feel about them. No, I'm kidding. Um, you'll get a lot of uh, senior administration officials on the Hill making the case for their department's budgets, their department's policies ahead of the spending situation. So listen, a big, big week. Um, and 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 frankly, there's also I, I just think also uh, senators will get a lot of questions on a whole host of things. We'll get questions on infrastructure. We'll get questions on Donald Trump. Um, they'll get questions on um, uh, the president's uh, trip and the vice president's trips abroad. So uh, lots of things to, to keep in mind and to keep an eye on this week. Yeah, I just want to back up one step because I think what you said yes, about the, the China, there's a lot that went into that first item, but the, the China uh, situation with the China bill and the kind of the Senate moving on something and an uncertain future in the House, I think there's quite a few House members who are often on both Republicans and Democrats uh, frustrated that the Senate doesn't move. So it's a kind of a reversal of fortunes yep. there. Good point. Yep. Um, all right, let's move on to the number two story of the day. The Punchbowl News 6. Here are the major storylines we're watching during this summer legislative sprint. I will start out with Joe Manchin, Joe Manchin, Joe Manchin. Uh, he continues to frustrate progressives. Uh, the West Virginia Democrat wrote over the weekend in an op-ed saying he's not going to support S-1, the For the People Act, which is basically the billionth time he said that, uh, as well as the fact that he's not going to get rid of the filibuster. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, I, 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 I'm continually shocked that people think that Joe Manchin's going to change his opinions on the filibuster. I just, don't, I honestly don't understand it at all. Um, Manchin has been absolutely 100% clear that he's not interested in eliminating the filibuster. So, just let me say this: if your plans for legislation involve getting rid of the filibuster, you should try to find another option here because that's just not going to happen. All right, the number two two item in this Punchbowl News 6, the Senate's other priorities. And no one's saying when the House and Senate budget panels will mark up budget resolutions that trigger the reconciliation process. Is it going to be June? Is it July? Uh, this is going to be a big issue in terms of that, in terms of appropriations, 
No one's really talking about that either. Uh, but it's clear that not all 12 spending bills are going to get done uh, this year in the chamber. And third, there's that immigration package that really, I mean, you know, we had Senator Dick Durbin a while ago on an online kind of virtual event talking about where he thought that immigration kind of compromise could go. He seemed very optimistic and realistic in terms of what that package might look like. But we haven't seen or heard much in terms of actual congressional legislative momentum here. Yeah, uh, and, and I think it's kind of done for the moment. There's only, um, there's only, uh, frankly, there's not, Congress can only handle a couple things at once. Um, and we're pushing the limit at the moment between infrastructure and all the other things that are going on on Capitol Hill. So I just think immigration, again, has fallen by the wayside. All right. Other storylines that we're watching, police reform, of course, you know, Senator Tim Scott, the Republican of South Carolina, said June was it's June or bust uh, to quote him. So this is basically the three weeks where we're going to try to see what actually is happening on that issue, as well as kind of what's what's up with infrastructure, you know, right now, the White House and uh, Senate Republicans continue their conversations. But that means that there's also going to be, you know, other things happening, right? The speaker has said she's going to push forward with their the House's own infrastructure bill, which is set to, they, I think she wants to be passed, you know, by July, right? Yeah, that's right. So the, there's going to be a, um, there's going to be a markup in the House in this congressional session. So yes, that they, she wants that done in July. And, and frankly, it's time to, it's time to kind of figure out what what infrastructure is going to look like. Is it going to be a Republican bill? Is it going to be a Democratic bill? The Senate is is kind of pushing ahead, but with with um, with a goal unclear, I guess, is the best way to say it. So, yes, um, uh, big, big kind of period of time, big kind of several weeks for infrastructure. And then the last of those being Kevin McCarthy and House Republicans and their continuing drama. It's a storyline of this entire Congress, frankly. Um, you know, they've had a couple of weeks of reprieve where members have been home. They haven't been, you know, making headlines as much. But I think truly, I mean, Kevin McCarthy and how he continues to deal with Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, and also, you know, Donald Trump. He's going to have to start answering for him now that Trump is back on the campaign trail, back on, uh, you know, at least the speaking circuit, if it's not quite the campaign trail doing rallies. Yeah, so um, one of the most fascinating, obviously, political figures of our time, Donald Trump, and in the middle of all of this is a working House minority, uh, the minority run by Kevin McCarthy, as you said, Anna. But what a mess this year has been for Kevin McCarthy. Absolute, complete disaster. <laughs> no other way to put it. And I, I'll be honest with you, what we're watching, what we're trying to wrap our heads around is can he move past it? He's not been able to move past it yet. Can he move past it? He's got another week to raise money and to kind of be around the country doing his thing. Um, um, and uh, uh, ha we'll have to see. We'll just have to see how he could, how he handles it. I mean, think of all the things he's had to deal with. Matt Gates under federal investigation, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, and and her various kind of outbursts. Donald Trump, as you mentioned, um, uh, the January sixth commission where he threw one of his own members under the bus. What an absolute mess! And we'll have to see if he can move beyond it. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders. With ShipStation, they make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code POD. 
That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. All right, and the last story of the morning that we are watching fundraisers coming back in person. You know, I was talking to uh, some folks over the weekend about this and how you know, doing Zooms just wasn't the same as kind of actually connecting with members. And uh, we are quickly seeing a return to business as usual with a lot of Senate Dems planning trips over the summer and the fall. Yeah, um, we have a list, an interesting list of opportunities if you're a political donor to get out there and <laughs> to get out there and spend your money at various vacation spots across the country. Um, so yes, it's back. Um, it's the uh, fundraising circuit is back, and um, we have to imagine it's going to be hot over the next couple months. All right. And if you are not a Punchbowl News Premium member, just a reminder that the Canvas, our anonymous survey of senior Capitol Hill staff, uh, was out on Friday with top lines. But our premium members this afternoon are going to get all the juicy nuggets of where the mindshare is on Capitol Hill. With that, thanks so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.